This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. It is so disheartening these days when you see footage of people just walking out of stores with stolen merchandise and seemingly getting away with it. It's even worse when you see it happen in person. And I know a lot of you are seeing it happen in person. You told me so when we talked about this last week. Well, the Retail Council of Canada has reported a significant increase in retail theft. Their number says it's gone up by something like 300% since the start of the pandemic. Some retailers have responded by checking more receipts or installing gates to uh, when you leave the store in order to check your merchandise. And yeah, that, all that seems to do is kind of anger the customers who say they're being unfairly targeted and they didn't steal anything. So what should or what could retailers do to fight this? Well, Lisa Amlani is the principal and co-founder of the Retail Strategy Group and joins us now. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. How bad do you think this problem is? I would say it's pretty bad. Um, I think what we're seeing today is that retailers are just facing this crazy amount of shrink and loss of inventory due to theft. So they're adding more security. There's spotters, uh, the receipt checks, which you know we've read all about, uh, Costco and Walmart and Canadian Tire putting in receipt checks. And then locking up product and locking doors, it's really deterring the customer from shopping and spending time in physical stores. Right. I know a lot of customers, though, Lisa, would argue that, well, why did they get rid of all of their salespeople? Why did they get rid of all their cashiers? Like, you know, this is kind of a response to they made the stores kind of empty of workers. Yeah, I think what we're seeing today, and, and you'll see this, I would say, even the last couple of years post-pandemic, is that frontline workers are just expected to do so much more. So you're going to see, you know, less staff. But if you think about what is on their plate, they, they have so much more to do from fulfillment to security and, of course, selling to the customer. Um, there, there's a lot of challenges right now with retaining staff because there's a lot more options today in terms of working in retail. Now, when you go into a store and things are locked up and you have to call someone to, you know, to open up a mascara for you, I mean, it's going to deter the customer. And they're not, the employees are actually not having the best experience either. So you're seeing a lot of, um, it's difficult to retain employees today across retail. Like if that's the case, if they're going to make me do that, why wouldn't I just, you know, I'll order it online, have it delivered to my house? Yeah, and I would say most people are doing that. I mean, most customers are digital first anyway, especially if you look at um, Gen Z and millennials and of course the boomers, like we are, I'm well, close. (laughs) We are definitely digital first. And from a price comparison perspective, that's where we go. But now from a convenience perspective and just to, you know, not be um, in that space where you're being looked at in a certain way because the retailer thinks you're stealing, nobody wants to feel that. So we're going to see an increase in shopping online But the physical store is still very important for that customer experience. And retailers really need to step up in how they're handling anti-theft. 
But how? How do they do that? Well, there's a few ways. Now, today we're seeing spotters, we're seeing receipt checks, and of course, even locking doors. Um, we're also seeing an increase in things like RFID and smart labels, uh, smart checkouts, smart shopping carts, like Amazon's Just Walkout technology. Um, and there's a, an increase in training because what we are seeing across retail, as I mentioned earlier, is that they're just the frontline workers are just expected to do more. So if we increase training in certain areas of the store, we can improve the customer experience, which will keep the customer coming back. The last thing you want to do is deter the customer from spending with you in the first place. But what kind of training could help out? So if we think about the different um, the tasks that you have in the store and what's increased post-pandemic, if you think about it from a customer experience perspective, if we're training staff on product, on um, product knowledge, branding, and how to make the customer feel special and delightful, <laughs> this is the experience that customers want. They want that special uh, experience in the store. They want to feel great when they're shopping. These are some of the things where we need to increase training on. Is the customer service aspect of the customer experience. You know, Lisa, it's funny you say that because that sounds very old school. That sounds like what people talk about in the good old days of what it was like going to a store that has been replaced by just, you know, we'll just get your money and leave. Absolutely. And I think what we're seeing today is that customers want to feel like they're building a relationship with the brand that they're buying into. We have so many more choices than we've ever had. And customers are fickle because they have all these choices. So if we're building trust and a relationship with the customer, it's going to increase footfall, it's going to increase full price sales and gross margin, and this is what retailers really want. So it is a win-win if retailers spend the time on training in that old school way of clienteling and calling the customer and talking to them. This is where we need to go back to. Right, but isn't that, it's kind of rethinking their entire business model, isn't it? It is, but it is, it is a balance of um, the old school way of working and fundamentals of retail, but also adding that technology and digital tools to help with things like anti-theft, but also capturing data to help you understand your customer and what they're actually looking for. It will fuel better uh, assortment planning decisions, design decisions, and it will help you collaborate with your customer which again will increase that brand loyalty. So you're saying that if somebody were to, so you walk in a store and they're immediately, hi, how can I help you? Oh, can I show you? Like if you have more people trying to connect with the customer than people who want to perhaps shoplift that store won't go in there. Absolutely. Yes. I believe that will deter the customer from shoplifting. But I mean, there's so much more to what's happening today. Um, you know, with shoplifting, there's organized crime. There's so it's not only about petty theft. And as you said earlier, people are literally walking out with product, and there's nothing we can do. So we need to deter that customer from doing that by spending time with the customer. It's almost like flipping the script a little bit. Okay, I, I think people would love this. They've always wanted, I think, more service and you know from stores, but stores seem to be going in the opposite direction. Retailers are going in the kind of throwing up more barriers as opposed to creating a more welcoming atmosphere, which is what you're suggesting. 
Yeah, and I think when you add these friction points, it not only deters the customer in that moment from shopping, but it'll deter them from the brand altogether. And these barriers and hurdles, I mean, this is not what the customer wants. It may be what the retailer needs, but what they do is need to spend more time with their customer to understand what they want and why they're behaving this way. And if it's a fact of, uh, you know, the product assortment is too expensive, then that's something that we need to revisit as retailers. Hmm. All right, Lisa, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, my pleasure.